After the Toronto Raptors' disappointing loss to the Boston Celtic, Nick Nurse finally spoke out on Fred VanVleet's struggles, so we'll dissect what he had to say in this video as well, as Jason Tatum and other Boston Celtics had some high praise for the Toronto Raptors, which included Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, and especially OG Ananobi, where the MVP candidate Jason Tatum called him an all-star this season. So we have that and a whole bunch more to cover in this video, so without further ado, let's jump straight into it. Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Guide, just breaking down the latest Toronto Raptors news. And before we dive into the news, we have an important announcement. As we mentioned on last night's video and in a community post, we have partnered with CoolBet and we're doing a really cool giveaway to sort of launch this uh, partnership we have with these guys. And CoolBet's a sports book that you can access all across Canada. They have lines for any games you want to bet on, a bunch of futures surrounding the NBA and all other sports. And they're really reliable and uh, safe to use. So definitely check out CoolBet's uh, link in the description. And if you sign up, using our link in the description down below and you send a screenshot to myself or Josh on Discord or Instagram or the Raptor side, just Instagram, you get it to us, you will be entered to win two free tickets for the Toronto Raptors LA Lakers game tomorrow night. So we're giving away these tickets. The game is tomorrow. We're going to announce it either either late. We're doing the draw either late, late tonight or early tomorrow morning. So we'll announce it in the morning. So definitely right away, sign up for cool bet, right? The time is now if you want those free tickets for the Raptors Lakers game. So uh, we appreciate everyone that's been uh, checking out the vids. We appreciate if you guys could hit that link down below. It means the world to us. But we have some news that we have to cover. And the first thing that we're taking a look at is Nick Nurse speaking out on Fred Van Vliet's struggles as of late. Now, Fred Van Vliet is a guy, for people that don't know, has been widely criticized amongst Toronto Raptors land as, you know, he's our lead point guard. He's a guy that was an all-star last season. And to put it frankly, he has been brutal. He has been horribly inefficient with his jump shot this season. And while I've come on podcasts and back to him in terms of the level of defense he usually provides at the point of attack, right? He's hounding defenders with his uh, quick hands and good reads. He's always facilitating our offense in the half court. And while he can make some take some questionable shots at times, our half-court offense does usually look a lot better with Fred Van Vliet out there on the court. While I've been supporting him on that front, there's no supporting. The, the poor shooting spell uh, Fred Van Vliet is in at this point. And Nick Nurse finally spoke out on it in uh, following the postgame and today in media availability regarding Fred Van Vliet's current shooting situation. And the first thing he sort of uh, broke down, this is the quote that's kind of got viral, which has garnered some criticism toward Nick Nurse, is, uh, you know, following the game, he said that he thought it was an evenly played game, just the Raptors need to make a few more open shots when they're generated, but he went on to say that Fred Van Vliet and OG Ananobi need to start making their threes. He said, quote, they'll swing back our way, and when he refers to the body of work, given the fact that these two guys have been such good shooters over recent seasons, makes sense that uh, it'll sort of pro progress to the mean, to sort of, uh, quote, what was it, Sam Hickey? No, the old general manager of uh, Joe Mori, I believe. Messing up my uh, references here, but people have criticized Nick Nurse for lumping OG Ananobi in with Fred Van Vliet because OG Ananobi's really been our most reliable player this season when you factor in injuries, when you factor in just production out there on the court on the offense and defensive end. And yes, his three-point shooting percentage is down a little bit. And yes, it'd be nice if he could hit some more open ones, but the pressure, especially this season, has been uh, really pushed on to OG with all the injuries that have uh, gone out and... It's definitely factored into uh, the the 
lower percentages for OG, at least from behind the three-point line. So, you know, people are saying, why do you criticize an OG when it's really Fred Van Vliet, who has the expectations of being a tough shot maker, right? He needs to be the dude that's receiving more of the criticism from the coach. And people have labeled Fred Van Vliet Nick Nurse's son at this point because he's getting so many minutes, rarely receives criticism, yada, 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 right? And to be fair, he Fred does deserve to be called out on his three-point shot. So Nick Nurse did mention that, but today he went on to say more. Right, he also had a couple more quotes to dissect in the post game, but he went on to say more about why Fred Van Vliet has been struggling so much with this jump shot. Now, I have the full quotes, a couple full quotes here, essentially saying that his numbers on terms of his straightness of the jump shot, I won't read this whole quote verbatim, but basically what he's referring to in the first sentence here is that Fred Van Vliet's jump shot in terms of straightness, right? When any shooting coach you've, a lot of people had, I know a lot of our listeners have played basketball, right? The goal of your jump shot, a good jump shooter usually misses. If you want to be an elite jump shooter, you should only really miss north to south in terms of trajectory, the front of the rim or the back of the rim. And elite jump shooters rarely miss from um, left to right. And that's what Nick Nurse is referring to. And apparently Fred Van Vliet has been missing a lot more shots left to right. NBA scouts, NBA trainers, NBA coaches have access to all this data. And apparently Fred Van Vliet's jump shot has been coming off his hand a little bit wonky in terms of going left to right. Like um, in the quote, he's basically saying that the charts, it's one, uh, one, one off kilter. And it's something that's strange for Fred Van Vliet because it's one of those things that once you dial it into your mechanics, it's not something that leaves you very often. No matter how tired you are, no matter how deep the jump shot is or whatever, you still get it to come off your hand the same way with the same straightness. And it's something that's uh, been a little bit of a wrinkle for Fred Van Vliet now at this point. So Fred Van Vliet, there's something weird going on with his mechanics. Fred's also mentioned that he's feeling still a little bit banged up, a little bit ill. Didn't specify how he's, what's feeling bad about him at this point, And people were expecting that in our comment section below. But I, I digress on that point. But Fred Van Vliet misses jump shots from left to right, which really doesn't make sense and apparently hasn't really been the case ever for Fred Van Vliet. So that's something that definitely has to get ironed out. But one reason that Nick Nurse went on to say, which I just sort of brought up with OG Ananobi, but essentially said that uh, I would say that there's been a lot a lot of extra attention paid, uh, paid towards Fred Van Vliet. Probably one of the better examples was the Orlando Magic game the other night because we were in numerous sets where he was fairly open, like normally open, and then at some point he whether it be the last screener, really made a hard switch out onto his body and the guy that was chasing him just sprinted right into his body. So things that looked like they were going to be a nice catch and shoot for him ended up turning to get get off the ball sort of uh, sort of things. Get off the ball sort of things. I, um, I'm, I'm butchering that reading right there. But basically saying that uh, there's more attention directed towards Fred VanVleet, which I find a little bit interesting. Obviously, coaches have more dialed in in terms of openness of uh, looks, openness in terms of three-point shots. Fred VanVleet's always been a target of defenses. He's he, Heck, he was an all-star for this Raptors team last season. He was still knocking down those shots. So, you know, maybe they're extra dialed in, especially with the injuries the Raptors have uh, had this season. But I, I'll have to look up the openness stats on the advanced stats index. But uh, he also went and Fred also spoke out himself saying that some, some of the looks he's getting are great looks, the shots that he takes, and some of them are a little bit more contested and feels that in the game when I go back and break down the film, just some of those things, they're not going in right now. I just need to need a spark to turn it around. So lots of discussion on Fred Van Vliet's jump shots. Lots of things going into it from the coaching staff, Fred's himself, Fred himself. I'm confident that Fred Van Vliet won't be this desperate of a shooter for this season. People are bringing up how he was bad post-All-Star break last year. I don't know. 
I trust, there's one thing I trust, it's Fred VanVleet's jump shooting to come back into form, but let me know how you guys are feeling about all of this discussion on Fred VanVleet's jump shot at this point, but we have more stuff that we have to dive into, and the next thing we're taking a look at is Jason Tatum calling OG Ananobi an all-star this season. Now, OG, the all-star campaign, it's going to get pushed up hard on this channel once the voting comes around, but OG Ananobi, he's been our healthiest guy this season. It's been our most, he's by far our best defender this year, and we have a team of pretty elite defenders on this Raptors squad, and offensively has really taken a massive step up in terms of productivity this season, and shows in the stats. It shows in the stats. Looking at what OG Ananobi has been able to do this year, right, that's Fred VanVleet's stats. This is uh, this is OG Ananobi's stats, I believe, but uh, 19 points per game, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 2.3 steals per night, and again, the three-point shooting is not super, super high at 34%. It's progressively getting higher now as players are coming back into the fold, but 48% from the field is actually really, really solid, and when you combine those box score stats with the elite defense he's been playing, it's uh, it's truly remarkable, and Jason Tatum, you know, uh, a guy that OG Anobi's matched up with a lot in recent years, whether it be in the playoffs or during the regular season, had uh, had this to say. He came out and said that uh, the Boston Celtics star OG Anobi, I don't have the direct quote, but basically called him an all-star in his post-game uh, post press conference. And Marcus Smart also called him a defensive player of the year candidate. So, you know, for a guy that's uh, certainly going to be an all-star himself and Jason Tatum and a guy that was formerly defensive player of the year just last season, calling um, OG DPOY and calling OG an all-star, that is very, very high praise. And it puts uh, some... People have been roasting Toronto Raptors fans for starting this all-star narrative for OG Ananobi, and I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy. Now, I brought up Fred VanVleet's stats. That's why I had it here, uh, up here. Fred VanVleet was obviously our all-star last season. Looking at his stats this, this year, he's not in competition with, Fred, uh, with OG Ananobi because the Raptors will likely, unless we boost up the standings get a top four seed which i think is reasonable right probably only gonna have one all-star but uh red van vliet 16 points per game not not efficient shooting he's not gonna be an all-star this season but one guy which i think will make it tough on og and will be getting into all-star game is the fact that we have a, a shoe-in in terms of an all-star already on the roster and that's pascal siakam who's averaging 25 points per game this season nine rebounds seven assists on remarkably efficient shooting himself, 49% from the field and 36% from the three-point line, getting a steal per game is on his own right. And really, like, he was in the top five MVP conversation before he went down for injury. So Pascal Siakam, even though he missed a, a couple weeks there due to injury, he will surely be in the All-Star game. But the Toronto Raptors have to win some more games. I think that's really what it's going to come down to if OG Ananobi wants to make this All-Star team. And I think it's definitely doable. Right? If we get in the top four, top three seeds... Right, OG Anobi could definitely get there, but the Toronto Raptors will have to win a few more games. But let me know what you guys think about OG Anobi's potential all-star odds. The next thing we're uh, taking a look at in this vid is high price for uh, Siakam and Scotty. I alluded how there's a lot of positivity coming towards uh, Toronto Raptors players in this one. So I'll break down a few of these uh, quotes. First one's come from Marcus Smart talking about Pascal Siakam's growth, saying that uh, you could tell things were getting to him in 2020 during their uh, playoff battle. But this year... You know, it doesn't matter what obstacles in front of him. He's going to continue to keep going. We all know what type of player uh, Siakam can be and is. So, you know, there's a lot of criticism thrown Pascal Siakam's way, especially during that bubble playoff series against the Celtics because you know, 
you ever thrown small guys on him? Like, Marcus Smart's a lot smaller than Pascal Siakam, but was absolutely clamping him in the posts and those spin moves from Pascal. J- Jalen Brown was doing a good job of locking him up. So, you know, Siakam struggled in that. So to see your, I guess, still your enemy or whatever, but they don't feel like enemies after this game, even though they beat down on us because they're they're singing our praises in the post game. But the fact that they are sort of commending him now in terms of his growth as a player... Huge positive to see as a Toronto Raptors fan. And one guy that was receiving a lot of criticism is sort of waned off in at least this week, but Scotty Barnes. Jason Tatum had a lot of high praise for Scotty Barnes uh, following this game, basically saying, I'm a big fan of Scotty's. He won the Rookie of the Year deservingly, and I like what he competes on both ends. But it's like, it's like the cat out, the cat's out the bag. He's not surprising people anymore. And as a rookie, you can surprise guys. As Barnes continues to grow, it's crucial for him to keep engaged. That's not a directly Tatum quote, but he's saying that I think everybody in their second year is on that trajectory. They, they go through it. He's going to be fine, Tatum said. He'll go through some ups and downs. He's just got to figure it out. Guys are getting ready, getting up and ready for him, preparing for him, and uh, like they should be. It's like a sign of respect. And that's coming from Jason Tatum, who is likely going to be a top three MVP candidate this season if the Celtics continue to play at this level. And he himself... Came in as a rookie with high expectations, set the world on fire just like Scotty Barnes did in his rookie year. And then the second season into his NBA career, received a bunch of criticism, a ton, a ton of criticism. Tatum did the same way that Scotty Barnes has, at least in, you know, recent weeks. So, you know, nice to see Jason Tatum sort of be in Scotty's corner. Still think of him highly. Jack Armstrong compared the two guys' stats, you know, early in their careers. And very, very similar stuff. So, uh, you know, all all positivity towards uh, Scotty Barnes going forward in the future. And the final thing that we're discussing this fit is a quick Wancho Hernan Gomez injury update. Now, we talked about how uh, he had the ankle sprain. He was doubtful and ended up didn't playing on uh, Monday night. We got a little bit more information on it now as apparently, well, obviously they were at, without him on Monday night and maybe a little bit longer, Nurse said. It's not a long, it, there's no long-term damage in Hernan Gomez's sprained right ankle, but he did suffer a bone bruise. Hopefully we'll get uh, we'll get him back in the lineup sometime later this week, later on, or sometime this week later on in the week. So probably don't expect Wancho to be back for the Lakers game uh, tomorrow night, but probably later in the week, maybe the weekend. Give him uh, some time to rest up that bone bruise on his ankle. But you guys could be at that Lakers game if you uh, you know sign up for Coolbet and send it over to us. You guys are the best for making this far. I appreciate everyone. Definitely subscribe to the channel if you're enjoying the content. You guys are the best. I'm signing out. Cheers. <laughs>